Hello and welcome to tonight's broadcast which is going to be on marriage, family and relationships. On Wednesdays we discuss marriage, relationships and family and we say today is the 5th of January 2022 and the beautiful thing is we want to begin this year by learning what it takes to make our marriages grow, what it takes to make our relationships and families fulfilling and meaningful. You know, the beautiful thing is in life is that everything operates by a code. When you have the right codes, things function properly. The Bible is a set of codes. When applied correctly, you'll find the codes work for your finances, the codes work for your marriage, for your spirituality, for um, spiritual gifting, for the manifestation of the different graces that you are called to work work in. And if you apply the wrong grace, then you find difficulties, just like apply, uh, putting in the wrong PIN number to your phone or your bank account. Then you have difficulties getting it to operate. It might not even operate. You might not be able to access your account, whether it be a bank account or a mobile money account, if you place in the wrong codes. So I want to teach you marriage and break it down to what works. Why people have found marriage, relationship, families difficult, why there's been dysfunction, divorce, like we discussed um, a week ago, even in the church, is because people don't know what principles to apply. People don't know what um, how to work out their relationships to make it work. People don't know how to raise children. What does God's word say about raising children? What does God's word say about a wife and a husband living together? How are you supposed to treat your parents, your parents-in-law, your brothers and sisters, the community at large? So I want to bring you God's word that will enable you to have meaningful and wonderful relationships, especially in marriage. Today we're discussing the grace of life. And I'd like to begin by defining it. The grace of life is a divine enablement to live and to give life. The enablement to give life and to live it. Without it, nothing would reproduce and creation wouldn't thrive. God has given the grace of life to husband and wives. The divine enablement to live and to give life. It has been given to husbands and wives. This is not only because they produce children, but also because they sustain life and are the custodians of all creation. So God created for children to be born in a family where there's a husband and a wife. And these two together would raise a family. And if you look at nature, birds, animals, you'll see that usually it's a male and a female giving birth to um, cubs or little ones. And then after that, the responsibility to care for them in the functional animals and birds is to the two of them. Birds are especially um, responsible. And you find that a husband and a wife stay together and they'll be responsible for not only um, looking after their eggs, but also feeding the chicks until they hatch, until they're out of the nest. It's the same thing for um, humans. God created a husband and a, and a wife to give birth, and not only to give birth, but to continually sustain those lives. For the grace of life to operate according to God's will, husbands have been mandated with a family leadership, and they must realize that they deal with delicate people. The wife 
presented as a delicate the wife is presented as a delicate being that needs nurturing without this approach the grace of life cannot be appropriated in the family so the husband has been given the role of leader leader of the home and for those of you who are in marriages or relationships women girlfriends fiancés please give your husband or your fiance the the place to lead you that is a very divine um, arrangement that god christ the husband and then the wife and it's to protect the woman any time a woman takes that position she leads she's in abuse a woman was not created to lead a family she was created to be led and she's led by a husband who acknowledges that she is a a, um, a delicate being not delicate in, in in intelligence not delicate in maybe emotion but delicate in in her physique she was not created as a leader so you might have a woman who's maybe even a national leader she could be a president or of a country or an organization but when she comes home she in the in the home she is a wife she's under a husband and this husband will look after after her now does he do that he does that by the words he speaks to her words of kindness words of gentleness words that build her up he's like a coach who teaches her what to do so this is a it's a very important thing that husbands lead their families and if you look at the book of 1 Peter 3 and verse 7 and it says you husbands in like manner live with your wives according to knowledge so you need to be a person who studies you need to be a person who looks for information you cannot just let it be what we just what you saw growing up sometimes it's faulty sometimes it was practiced by people who did not um study the word of god people who practiced the culture they grew up in so the first thing it says husbands are to live with their wives according to knowledge giving honor to the woman as the weaker vessel as being also joint heir of the grace of life that your prayers be not hindered so from that scripture that's the main scripture we'll be teaching on today that husbands in like manner live with your wives according to knowledge first thing according to knowledge giving honor to the woman as to the weaker vessel also being joint heir of the grace of life that your prayers be not hindered hallelujah i'd like to see those of you who have joined us welcome you to join us please welcome your friends to to join us as well like to always appreciate those who are watching us like mana live with your wives according to knowledge first thing okay so we continue to welcome you those who are watching us from different forum please welcome your friends welcome your family welcome um or share this broadcast with others so that they can hear this word that will give them life give life to their families hallelujah so just continue um My wonderful son says wonderful life with mom love you love you so much my wonderful son and Joseph Nderitu says amen god bless you continue to share this broadcast with 
your friends and family so that they can, they too can hear and be encouraged. I know there are others who are watching on different um, watching or listening that we're not able to see. May God bless you as you continue to, to, to watch. For those of you who are watching us live, feel free to ask your questions. Feel free to make comments or to, to, add, uh, to give us feedback on the things that you have experienced or would like to know according to God's word. So the first thing that we have seen is that a husband must dwell together with his wife and family. Hallelujah. Dwell together with your wife and family. Wow, that's such a simple but profound truth. Husbands, do not live far from your wives. I know sometimes people are given job, um, jobs in different cities or in towns or different countries, but the Bible continually um, says that a husband should dwell together with his wife and his family. So if it be for a short time, maybe go and come back. And if you're away, try as much as possible to make time for your family to be with you. It is If your job takes you away from your wife for periods that are too long, it's advisable to change jobs. You know, according to priorities in the kingdom of God, we find that God comes first and then your spouse comes second and then your children come third and fourth in priority of things that you should value is ministry, is jobs, is um, working out your calling. You see, don't um, don't put ministry above family. That's not God's divine order. Your wife, your husband comes before a job. And you find that when you follow God's divine order, you will have peace in your homes. You'll have joy and fulfillment in marriages. You'll have a functional marriage. Hallelujah. What you do for a living can't and should not enslave you. One of the greatest gifts of God to humanity is the freedom of choice. Choose, work, choose what works for your family and never let a ministry, a job or a business or any other engagements take you away from your wife and family in general, especially for periods that are too long. It's God's will that families dwell together. It is God's will that families are close together. And you know, the more you spend time together, the more you learn to love each other. Sometimes people ask my husband and I, um, um, how is it you're, you're, you're together so often? Say, because we are friends, we learn each other, we love each other's company. I can't wait to be with my husband. Anytime, if I get an opportunity in the day, I'll call him and find out where he is. If he has an opportunity, he'll call me and find out where we are. It's um, Sometimes we're doing business in different parts of our city. But if there's an opportunity, we'll even drive to a place, a restaurant, and just to see each other and talk, even if it's for 10-15 minutes. Because we love each other and we've practiced being together. We've practiced being each other's company. And iron sharpens iron. Many times couples um, argue and that's because sometimes there's, there's not proper um, leadership structure. So maybe a wife wants to take over and we're not saying that a wife cannot be a, have a more dominant personality. No, we're just saying that the leadership role has been given to the husband. The wife might be the more active one. For example, there's a couple in the book of Acts. Every time they're mentioned, we hear of Priscilla and Aquila. Priscilla was the wife, Aquila was the husband. But we find a woman who was quite vocal 
even during that time she was teaching the word they met a young man called alexander and they had him preach he was a, he was mighty in the word mighty in scripture but they needed to teach him the revelation of jesus and um, aquila and priscilla took him this young man and taught him the word of god so you see even from scripture there are women who are um stronger personalities you read of a, a lady like deborah deborah was the leader of israel and jael jael was a woman who killed a, um, a king and we find that these were strong women but if you read the scriptures you still find that their husbands are mentioned but they're more prominent their stories are given so there's a place for every kind of woman it doesn't matter who you are but in the family in that unique setting god has given the role of leadership to the husband and i'll keep emphasizing this so that you understand that it is for your good it is for your protection i had a friend um, when i was growing up and this lady was a beautiful uh, soul and a very intelligent woman um described in, as a few women in the world who were very intelligent and came back came up with um, beautiful inventions in science and genetics and i remember this woman um being a divorced woman would say would tell us you know i just long to have a man who can tell me what to do in the field in science she was extraordinary she was an inventor her inventions went all over the world alleviating poverty uh, uh, and and also have she wrote a lot of papers for people but in the home she longed to have a husband and it's the same woman when when you find that you're struggling you need to give your husband your role the role of leadership over you and you find the leader usually has a god-given wisdom that's amazing and then husbands it will be your, it will be very important for you to be a person who studies because we saw that you must lead according to knowledge that's our second point for tonight a husband must be knowledgeable meaning be a person given to study study listen to podcasts listen to teachings <clears throat> use all manner of ways available for you to learn do not be ignorant as far as family issues are concerned do not be ignorant and uh, how to treat your wife do not be ignorant even on the needs of a man because you can teach her what to do do not be ignorant on how to meet the needs of your children hallelujah because they're depending on you they're depending on you so that you can teach them and lead them in the ways of God. A family depends on the leadership of the man, and that means he must know how to love, nurture, communicate with and train his wife and children in the ways of God. An ignorant man is a disaster waiting to manifest. Also, it's terrible to be ignorant. It, and you have every reason to study today there are so many avenues of study you don't even have to go to a classroom just go to the internet and study go to podcasts there's so many people who've recorded teaching that can be available study from books make sure you're having a library we've been teaching you that it's important to build up your library if you've not been a reader please begin by having small books read and complete your books give yourself targets that within a month you need to have read a book always sharpen your knowledge because our faith is one that needs us to know god's word says that my people are destroyed because of ignorance we do not want any of you to be destroyed so be a person given to study be a person who looks for knowledge hallelujah a husband should especially wash his wife 
with loving words. The wife, on the other hand, should listen to, rehearse, and put those words that she hears from her husband to work. That is what is called submission. So listen to what your husband tells you and do do what he says. And a, a husband should uh, lead his wife with loving words. You'll be amazed that um, loving words change a woman. Loving words is what God's word is. Full of so much love, kindness, and tenderness to guide us and to lead us. Now, sometimes we find that our societies, as we grew up, were not tender, were not kind, were not gentle. So many people have have a, a dysfunctional as, as, uh, or traumatized. So they find that they keep creating problems and they feel um, happy in that kind of environment. I want you to know that the power of the Holy Spirit can transform you. If you've been a person given to trouble, if you've been a person, even when you have been removed from trouble, kind of creates a difficult environment for peace. I want you to know that the Holy Spirit is able to change you. And the love of God can melt your heart, can melt you because it takes love to submit. Submit to the words of your leader. Submit to the words of your husband. What he tells you do. If your husband tells you you're beautiful, please believe it. When he tells you you're kind, you're loving, you're gentle, believe it. Sometimes women are notorious for not believing such words. So they live such nasty lives. Remember that God's word says, as a man thinks in his heart, so is he. If your perception about yourself is not good, if it's not healthy, if it's not godly, then you'll find that you're... Um, you live an angry life as a woman you'll not be able to be kind and gentle and tender but please listen to those words listen to the word of god and believe it and put it to work that is what is called submission ephesians 5 25 to 31 a beautiful scripture on marriage let me appreciate those who are watching with us and those who are with us tonight one minute Uh, I see my sister Nellie David saying I'm so blessed God bless you so much uh, Mary Eunice says wow Mrs. Apostle God bless you we love you Janet uh, Wamboy Wakanene absolutely amazing God bless you Jathan is watching and thank you so much. Say, look amazing. God bless you so much. You're a wonderful son. We love you so much. Let me see. I see other people like Anthony Boro. God bless you so much. Welcome and watch this broadcast with us. Mary Eunice um, and others. God bless you so much. We love you. And welcome others who need to hear this word. God bless you. So we find the book of Ephesians 5, 25 to 31 says, Husbands, love your wives as the Messiah loved the church and gave himself for it. Husbands, love your wives as the Messiah loved the church and gave himself for it, so that he might make it holy by cleansing it, washing it with water and the word and might present the church to himself in all its glory. Wonderful. You see, God is likening, the Holy Spirit is likening the church to the bride, the church to the wife. And it says, 
that he might present the church to himself in all its glory. You want to present your woman in all her glory. Man, it is your responsibility to bring out the glory of the woman that God gave you. Don't hide her. Don't be ashamed of her. Or don't be fearful that if you make her beautiful, others will want her. You know, invest words of love in your wife. Invest words that bring out her glory. Christ is not afraid to give us gifts. He's not afraid of this process that he's taking us through in, in, purify, in purifying us. So, husband, do not be afraid of purifying your wives. Do not be afraid of bringing them out in all their glory. Without spot or wrinkle or any kind of a wrinkle of any kind, but holy and without fault. Hallelujah. In the same way, husbands must love their wives as their own bodies. A man who loves his wife loves himself. So if you love yourself, you're going to love your wife. And wife, you will be blessed when you have a husband who loves himself. Man, you cannot look after a woman if you do not love yourself. According to scripture, it is important that you love yourself. Take care of yourself, nurture yourself, build yourself up, be knowledgeable, invest in yourself. Because when you do this, you'll be able to lead a family. You'll be able to lead them in the right direction. You'll be able to wash your wife with the water of the word. You'll be able to present her faultless without spot or wrinkle. The Bible says in Ephesians 5.30, For we are members of his body of his flesh and of his bones hallelujah that is a, a, one of the most profound um, verses in scripture that we are members of his body of his flesh of his blood and of his bones that is why a man will leave his father and mother and be united with his wife and the two will become one flesh no it's such a profound scripture i don't want to go into it because it's, it could take a whole evening just talking about it but today we are talking about marriage now you'll find that there are cases where the wife is more successful financially. This woman still needs affirmation, love, care, understanding, compassion, and great support from her husband. Her financial status doesn't take away from her the need for a competent leader. She says that the leader in the home is the husband, and he needs to play his role of leadership. Even if the wife is more financially able, she's um, able to bring in either able to bring in money like him or even more. It doesn't take away that that she needs your affirmation, your kindness, your tenderness, and your leadership. In any case, if um, a fam- in any case, a family should handle their finances and wealth together. There should be no distinction between who brings in what, as much as possible. Look at a family as one unit. The wife and the husband are one body. So it doesn't matter that it's the left hand that bought it, it's the right hand, it's now here. The whole body enjoys it together. You know, it's saying um, husband and wife are really one person. You cannot separate them. Then you see it according to scripture. It doesn't matter who brought it in. What is important is that now it is in. It is... um, resources that are available for that family to grow it is resources that are available for that husband to build his wife for that wife to um, provide for the children and for the needs of the entire family so as much as possible just make sure you're living out your full potential husband bring out the full potential of your wife and wife be, be full in the glory that god gave you and use those gifts your gifts and your callings to bless your husband 
Now I know sometimes some cultures um, say that um, a wife is a helper or a wife should only be, you know, looked after by the husband. I want to assure you that is a culture according to different places on the earth. It is not the word of God. A helper is a person who is strong, a person who is able to do so much more. You find that the Holy Spirit is described as one or as a helper in, in the book of John. So we find that it is not a position of weakness, it is a position of strength. So I welcome you women, arise and shine in this wonderful year. Be all that God called you to be. Bring out your gifts and bless your families. Bring out your gifts and bless your husbands in the mighty name of Jesus. If you watch nature, you'll notice that even the lioness does most of the hunting and the entire pride is well fed. You know, it's so, so amazing. We call the lion the king of the jungle because of its uh, stature, because of how um, kingly it is. But you find that the, the lion is the one that protects the family, but it is the lionesses that go hunt. But whatever they hunt is eaten by the whole uh, pride. The cubs and the, and the lion and the lionesses all eat together. But you find the lion sits and protects the lionesses. The lion has his leadership role cut out for him and is never intimidated by the fact that the wives, the lionesses, are the ones that feed him. So husband, don't be intimidated if it's your wife that's feeding you. Don't feel small or feel useless. It is God's provision for your life, for your family. Allow that woman to be all that God calls her to be. And woman, always make um, use what God has given you to bless your husband. Whatever gifts, whether you're financially able, make sure those are, um, are gifts that you bring to the family so that the family can grow. Now, a husband should honor his wife. That's a very important thing. Um, our Molly, Pastor Molly, God bless you. I can see you're watching with us tonight. God bless you. I'm just saying that a husband should honor his wife. Now, some people think that the leader is the one to be honored always. But according to scripture that we read today in First uh, Peter 3, verse 7, it says that honor the wife. In family matters, you can only be honored if you show honor yourself. You can't be rude, mean, and harsh and expect the family to honor you. They will fear and detest you instead. So if a, if a, man, is, if a man is being mean and rude and um, very um, overwhelming to the family, he doesn't get respect. What he gets is detest is fear and being detested they don't like that kind of treatment but if you treat your family with kindness with gentleness then you you display what honor is you display and manifest that kind of honor and it helps the family to honor and respect you husbands must therefore treat their wives with utmost honor they must invest in valuable time words encouragement and tenderness towards the woman for her to honor you you must first show her what honor is by demonstrating it to her. Demonstrate honor to your wife and she will honor you. When you do that, the children that you'll be raising will be children that are, show honor. They will have seen it practiced in their home and they'll be on, uh, honoring people. You know, sometimes honor has been misunderstood to mean fear. You know, um, 
daddy walks home and everybody just scatters around or they just shrink and become small in person that is not honor that is fear an honored person people run to you embrace you and tell you that they love you tell you that they they're, they're happy that you're there their leader is there their leader is their king and their hope you know it's so important that these things are explained in family so that we do not take the cultural beliefs of the societies we've been raised in as the truth of God's word. Marriage is beautiful. Marriage done God's word is beautiful. Marriage done um, in an environment where people are happy, where there's godly um, leadership, where there's uh, where there's a manifestation of the spirit, where the knowledge of the word of God, when it's done that way, it's amazing, it's fulfilling. Number five. Sorry, I'll say number four. A husband must realize that a woman is tender and isn't as physically strong as himself. So that's a Bible, it says so. It says recognize that. It's important that you recognize that, that a woman and her children are soft people. They need soft life. You know, there's a um, <laughs> soft life culture going on around. But you need to be tender. Don't be so harsh and hard and requiring that your children do very um, things that are so difficult and, and um, physically difficult for them. Just realize that according to scripture, they're soft people. Children shy away from people whose words are not sweet and tender. All men should practice speaking beautiful words of care to their family. Sometimes family has been the place where people are so harsh, people are so, you know, um, rough. Please, um, when you're out there doing business, you can use rough talk. You can use, you know, words that help you to get the upper hand according to business principles. But there's a way, there's a code for marriage, there's a code for family. Be tender with your with your wife, with your wife. Be tender with your children. When you speak tenderly to them, when you speak softly to them, you build very strong emotional um, emotions in your children. People, uh, in children that are emotionally balanced. When you're constantly shouting at them and making orders and giving orders, you have fragile emotions. People who are so easily um, who can. Uh, are hot tempered so easily people who are too timid you know it can be one end of the spectrum to another or people who cannot relate with others they hide away from being together you find in some families it's very rare that a family sits together if a meal is made everybody eats their food and goes to their different corners you know even if you do not sit at a table it's beautiful when you sit at a table and eat together but even if you do not it's good that you're gathered around at a certain place it's at the same time it's together enjoy that meal together enjoy words of comfort because um that's what family is practice spending time with your wife practice spending time with your husband practice spending time with your children hallelujah tenderness is especially manifest in a woman's feeling she needs words that build up her emotions she wants to laugh and be playful. She's your sweet and tender girl and you must treat her as such. So if you've forgotten, if you find those, those are things you did when you were dating, you did that when you were courting, you found this girl and you were nice and sweet. And maybe over the years, you, you know, it's, it's come down to giving commands. There's no tenderness, there's no love. 
practice go back and start to practice once you see each other give each other tenderness show each other love you know be caring some families when people come home there's no word of welcome there's no word or hug at the door there's no word um, of we missed you it's good to see you sometimes people just walk into the home right into the kitchen or right into their rooms and no one speaks a word as they come in and uh, it doesn't matter what your case has been please practice showing tenderness love gentleness to your family members that's what family is family is a beautiful place when practiced according to god's word the fifth point is that a husband must understand and display the virtue of a life giver he has the seed that brings forth children that's god's nature to procreate to procreate is a great calling god is looking for a godly seed oh how god wants children to be born in families because he calls that a godly seed this is a hallmark of the grace of life the epitome the epic of the grace of life is children a godly seed being born the children you give birth to must know god from within the family it's the man's soul's responsibility he must teach his family to walk in the ways of god this role isn't given to the preacher so it's not your preacher to teach your children to teach your family to lead them the, he leads different families that come together but it is the role of the husband to lead the wife to lead the children in the ways of god even where you find say a woman has been given maybe she's a, a preacher or an apostle or a or whether she's in the tribal calling the role of leadership in the in the family has still been given to the husband and if she were to listen to him she will learn some amazing truths from the husband hallelujah preacher deals with the preachers deal with higher matters of the word which a wise man should heed and apply at home so when you gather together it should be a group of families who's uh, who are practicing the word of god from their home and when they come together in the church the preacher will teach them ways that are higher in the things of god and the husband will take this and break it down to his family and ensure that the family is following in those ways and wife you it doesn't mean that a wife cannot grow in the things of god be all that god calls you to be and but still give the role of leadership to your husband um the the last thing is that a husband must be prayerful his prayers cover the family if he fails in the mandates above his prayers will be of no effect oh my god the scripture teaches that a man if a man is not showing honor if he's if he's not dealing in knowledge with his wife if he's not um sh- showing honor and and um, being kind that his prayers will be hindered Oh my that means a man should be prayerful but now to get results he must treat his wife in a certain way don't let god resist you wonderful um, child of god god loves you so much i i thank god for those of you who are uh, watching us um, god bless you so much apeles and charles kiprono god bless you we love you and we thank god for you if there's anybody listening to us on um on youtube apostle matthew good evening mama i'm watching from nigeria we love you so much we love you apostle matthew and your family you're so dear to us we have nida shaheen happy new year woman of god god bless you nida we love you and thank god 
tell us where you're watching us from we love you so much we bless god that this broadcast is going to different nations of the earth to enable you to have godly families to enable you to enjoy family life to enable you to be all that god called you to be because the first um the first environment the first people a child meets are the family and then that family goes grows grows in the ways of god and then that family produces many other families so we want families that are godly we want families that um exemplify the book of ephesians chapter 5 in christ uh, being the um, the groom and the bride being the church you know the wife being the church the wife being as the church when you live your life in this way these codes will work your family will be happy marriage will be beautiful work on it it doesn't matter where you are at right now please put the word of god to practice maybe you're looking to get married someday please take this scripture so seriously listen to these scriptures over and over again for those of you who are dating for those of you who are engaged or in courtship for those of you who are newlyweds or married or it doesn't matter how long you've been married or for those who have been divorced and are now remarried remarried or looking forward to get remarried wherever you are apply the principles of god's work god's word they work oh but for so much he says the background is noisy you're not hearing well oh mom, we love you i hope this is clearer please let us know thank you for that feedback we're having a wonderful practice session my husband is a um a wonderful musician and even as he teaches on the even as he teaches on the principles of jesus it is uh, he also teaches on the person of jesus right now he's out with his band and they're practicing you might hear music in the background um we hope the music would would help uh, mel uh, join into this but if it's distracting then we'll just make sure that we speak louder so you can hear us better um, apostle matthew please let us know um, how you're hearing us now i know i have a soft voice so i'll do my best to speak out loud so that you can hear and get the word hallelujah god bless you so much thank you for that feedback let me see if there's anybody else that you've not acknowledged Terry Lynn is watching. God bless you. We love you, Terry Lynn, and your wonderful friends. Now, as we come to the end of our broadcast this evening, I just want to remind you that we've been discussing the grace of life. And this is the grace given to bring life to be, and after bringing that life to be, to sustain that life. So it has been given to husbands and wives, and God gives us beautiful um, instructions on how this should work and we find those instructions in the book of 1 Peter 3 verse 7 where it says you husbands in like manner live with your wives according to knowledge giving honor to the woman as to the weaker vessel as being joint heirs of the grace of life that your prayers be not hindered today's teaching has just been from that scripture that the first thing is that husbands dwell together with your wives that's the very first thing then second thing a husband should be knowledgeable study don't be ignorant study the word study books listen to podcasts listen to, um, and grow so that you're able to lead your family in knowledge ignorance is not pretty it can be very costly the third thing is husbands should honor his wife god says that um According to God's word, honor is shown to the wife 
and as you manifest that honor she too honors and respects you so in in family honor is shown and give is given and received hallelujah the next thing is that a husband must realize that a woman is tender and isn't as physically strong as him so that's a, a role given to the husband um, to know that he's stronger physically to enable him to look after his wife and his children the fifth thing is that a husband um, needs to understand that he's been given the nature to procreate he's the seed carrier and procreation is a great calling for god is looking for a godly seed so in that role husbands please make sure that um, you lead your families and have children that are in the home the last thing is that a husband should be prayerful and not only that having followed the things above will enable the husband's uh, prayers to be answered the bible says that he, uh, prayers can be hindered if those things are not followed but i know that you're hearing this word of god so that it can work for you now i want to just tell those of you who are listening to us from um, on the podcast if you do not know jesus as your lord and savior i want you to take this opportunity to say these words lord jesus acknowledge you as my lord and savior i submit myself to you and acknowledge you as lord and king of my life now you're born again god bless you so much thank you for listening to our broadcast <music>